and wait and wait and baby I'm TFC till I die Hello and welcome back to Toronto Till I Die, the Toronto FC fan show. I'm Mike Newell and while TFC continue to build the trust and the good vibes down in Florida, we here in Toronto are left to feed off the scraps of a pretty lean preseason for your Reds when it comes to player movement. Uh, on today's show, we'll talk all things Jonathan Osorio, Captain, my captain, um, as that's now the most obvious decision has been made official. Um, we'll talk about TFC's going to play a game on Friday, uh, believe it or not. So we'll talk a little bit about uh, their first preseason game against Nashville. We'll also play a little bit of who's staying and who's going before uh, the start of the regular season. And you know it's the dead of preseason when we're talking away kits. Yes, the new Toronto FC away kit has been leaked. You've all seen it. We get it. You don't like it, but we'll let you tell us how we feel, how you feel um, on today's show. Lots to dig into with my co-hosts, Michael Singh and Jeffrey Pete Nesker. Guys, how are we doing? Away kits. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> I, I, I know, I don't want to bury those of them. We're talking away kits, and that's like the highlight of our show it tells you just how quiet it's been when it comes to toronto fc news toronto fc content but we do have some good ideas on today's show that will help spice things up a little bit and uh and make this a more tfc content friendly show so looking forward to that um that was great i was just in miami uh returned over Ooh, the week Emma. oh man I did not want to leave that weather. No wonder uh, so many people want to go down and join Lionel Messi and Luis Suarez and Jordi Alba and Sergio Busquets because it is gorgeous. Didn't they get slapped by Al Halal today? Yeah, that's they lost four three. That's pretty, yeah, they yeah, lost four three. Yeah, they got uh, mid season. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, by the way, I've, I've had a lot of people <laughs> asking me. The Inter Miami kit did arrive. Did you have to go to Miami to get it though? That's yeah, that's, actually, that's, that's actually why I made the trip to Miami. <laughs> just also, what Miami did you go to? <laughs> My parents have been there since uh, since November, and they complained to the Dickens about the weather this weekend. So. Uh... Mm, maybe my parents are lying to me about how nice it is because they said it's, well, it's, heard your it's relative. Though. You mm-hmm. know, I left I left negative twenty weather here in Toronto to Fair. go. It's twenty. Fair in miami so it might be cold for those yeah who are more local but if you hit me. a cheesecake factory at pf chang's you know all the all the hits <laughs> yeah, all, that, the, the, all the money like it uh, that's where he's going pf chang's that's it hey hey <laughs> hey there's no other place to go if you've been to miami you understand yeah. you know either you're buying a sandwich at Publix or you're going to a, a cheesecake factory in most cases or a senior frogs it yeah, was it yeah. was with work, so we got treated pretty nicely to some really nice restaurants in Miami. So it was a really good experience overall. Um, but goddamn, I can't wait for, for summer, and I can't wait for a TFC soccer season to start, man. I can't wait. Mm. Yeah. Maybe I can wait a little bit. More yeah, I think I can wait. Make some moves. Just mm. please make some moves. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mm. know that's that's. I feel like that's how a lot of people are feeling. I, I tweeted out uh, last week, which I got some ridicule for, and that's fine. But I was like, uh, I got this weird 
gut feeling before we get into the main part of the show one maybe oh i remember that tweet that was a fun tweet yeah Yeah, you you just you made me i have this weird gut feeling that despite all of the evidence and look i'm not i'm not oblivious to the evidence that's out there i have seen this roster bill i have complained about it many times on this show so i'm quite aware of this but i also feel there's this gut thing that somehow this is all gonna work like not necessarily and again not not necessarily (laughs) like playoffs not you know what i mean but like look if they make if they make three position point jumps in the table that's success all right it may not be the playoffs but when you're dead last you know you jump three spots in the table you might get better um it might be the glasses uh, but i kind of believe you and 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 the fit that shirt is elite (laughs) my friend um but it's uh it's the classic uh tfc off-season fan cycle really that you're kind of talking about here it's like yeah enter the enter the off-season with like complete demise despair you know as the weeks go on kind of start to see things a little bit glass half full until you get to the point where we do our show right before the season starts of our over-unders and mm. you realize just how optimistic people are until tfc kick a goddamn soccer ball hey, you <laughs> and i both picked this team to be like last year to be somewhere near the top of these exactly so. I'm exactly, I fall right into that gap. So I'm very conscious of it this year of like, mm-hmm, let's not get mm-hmm. carried away. This team mm-hmm. probably I don't is think I'm being carried. I'm not, I don't think I'm getting carried away though, right? Like I, I, I'm not saying this team is even going to make Summer child playoffs. clock activate. Yeah. Well, 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 so wait, what are you, what are you saying? If they're not, if you're saying they're not going to make the playoffs out of nine out of 14 teams, what are you saying? I'm saying they may finish like 10th. <laughs> or no, not even 10th sorry 11th Let's like 11th or 12th <laughs> hey look again when you are we were as bad as that team were mm. like getting up there that is a it's a it's a step I, you gotta take Absolutely. that as a step i'm sorry like oh, i know yeah. everybody's like well it's gotta be playoffs or bust with this roster i'm like no this team hasn't proven no. you anything no getting no, to no. getting to 11th and maybe missing yeah. out by a couple of points is success i'm sorry that's a successful season that will i i will call it as a success in the sense that like you yeah. have at least started to look like a functional football club at that point i know how i'm scraping times, the barrel yeah. here yeah I'm like i know what i know by how many but... times i find myself in the fetal position on monday morning before i do this show just like no i don't want to and if it's like under five times then that's a success for the, like i think i think season. there has to be a re like it they've deserved it it's a resetting of the bar this is not the big club that you remember <laughs> it's not it, it it's no. it what it is right now is a team that is very down that needs to re-earn it needs to earn that trust back from the fans realistically it needs to earn that trust back mm-hmm. to say like okay this is a team that can compete and go to the playoffs even with 10 teams because we said that last year and where did they end up dead last like mm-hmm. i disagree g money i think 10th place is he's newell's right like you know we're baby steps guys holy crap there's been so many uh Oh, good. <laughs> you yeah, found those, it. Yeah. For those yeah. of you no, that I, are watched or like re-listening to this, uh, too many mm-hmm. Tasha says Newell's wrong. Playoffs are failure season, but a failure season is expected and won't be a surprise this season. I, Mike's I, shaking his head. They haven't earned that. They haven't earned that. Just because they spend the money. They haven't earned that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They haven't. Like, you, yeah. you, like, I think we have to earn that. There are teams in this league who it's, it's playoffs or bust. Like LAFC, playoffs or bust. Mm-hmm. Columbus playoffs or bust. 
Why? They've earned it. TFC yeah. have not earned that over the last nope. four years, really. Three, if you want to call it that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I take issue with finishing 10th and 11th as a successful season. Uh, I still think Oh, I don't like good. it. Just by, I don't like but it either. What it by is. the numbers, it's undeniable. I mean, it's better than a wooden spoon. So by the definition yeah, but of that's, success over that last bar year. Is so, yeah, sure. Success yeah, over yeah. last year, but like that's that's still not a successful season in my book, at least. Like for for this group to for it to that's that's the bare minimum for this season. Like the absolute mm-hmm. bare minimum stand. That would be like if you're giving it a grade, that would be like a C if they finish tenth or eleventh, right? It's that's not a success. A sex is like a B plus. Or success mm-hmm. is like an A minus, which for me it's it's a playoff team. Like there's nine teams out of fourteen that make the playoffs. Yeah, you got to be in the top. You got to be in the top nine at least, and then you know kind of build off that. It's not that difficult to make the playoffs. In, Re- in the okay. did you watch this team? They made it look easy to not make the playoffs. Yeah, but that's your TFC glasses. Exactly. That's, well, that's it's not just my TFC glass because I I think right now, honestly, this team is no better than DC United. Like, really, is it? Like, can you say that? Can you honestly sit there and say this team's better than DC United? Well, no. This I this can't. team is more I ambitious won't. than DC United. Ambi- okay, so we, ambition. Like, I keep hearing that. Like, it, they are ambitious. They go out and make these signings. They're ambitious. That's great, but eventually, ambitious needs to actually turn into. Success yep. to really mean something. Yeah, yeah. Or they're just this is just a slow, no. You're, just a you're all spitting, you're all spitting truce. But but I'm gonna forget this before I before I move on. <laughs> we always talk about the kid at around this time. I take umbrage with that because you got me on the show. I'm always gonna talk about the kids. Uh, so we always talk about the kids. It's it's not you know it's it's usually that we don't talk exclusively only about the kids. But guys, are you are we really sitting here going? We have nothing to talk about this week. I mean, how how deep are we into the show? About ten minutes, and we haven't even discussed Canada soccer exploding. So, so yeah, there there's there's enough to talk about about this week. Um, what what was the thing? Yeah, um, slang said, "Just want I just want watchable games." Me too. You know, let's let's have fun again, guys. Yeah, you know, and to me, that's orange slices and good times. To me, that's the bare minimum. That these games have to be watchable now. Like I like if like and I get it. People who are saying like like playoffs are bust. I understand the thinking, and I I don't necessarily think you're wrong either, right? I'm just saying that this team has not earned the right to raise that bar. It hasn't. It, it, nope. And until you earn the right to raise the bar, your bar is where it is. Where it's you know you're hoping to be able to be better than you were last year and to be a respectable football club. And it wasn't last year. It just simply wasn't. So that's how. That's how I see it. I get it that a lot of people are going to say, like, it's got to be playoffs or it's a bust or it's a terrible season. I'm not saying I'm giving it an A-plus if they finish 11th, right, and finish, say, five points out of a playoff spot. Yeah, um, It's definitely not an A, but it's definitely not going to be an F for me either. Mikey saying, what's your definition of a successful season? Make the playoffs get trounced by, by TFC South Nashville? Like we did the last time we made the playoffs, would that be a B for you or a deep run in the playoffs or reclaiming the Canadian championship? I mean, it's a lot of things on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Like to Mike's point, it's tough to, to 
kind of base it off just where you finish in the standings. And I think a lot of people kind of agree with that sentiment. It's it's really is about progression this year. So mm-hmm. seeing, you know, better on-field product, making certain roster changes to kind of get this team going in the right direction, actually have a clear zero athletic clear expose. Outline. Yeah, <laughs> have a clear outline and clear structure of what this team and DNA of this team will look like moving forward. Um, certain things like that. And then, yeah, there is, sure, the competitive standpoint where, for me, I think you have to finish in the top nine if you want this to consider be considered a successful season. I, I don't see it being a successful season. Mm-hmm. If you're finishing 11th, you might have more points on the table, but your football looks just as bad as it did last year. There were a few times last year where TFC could have squeezed out results, especially earlier on. You raised in an the interesting season, point. And they mm-hmm. weren't playing good football, but they could have looked better in the table than they did but still you'd still have the same team that you're going into going into with i guess for the latter half of that season so yeah i think overall it's just it clear cohesion both from the on-field standpoint but also off-field standpoint and kind of seeing if everyone buys into that that vision that tfc once was and once will be come again hopefully yeah for sure that's fair that's fair you do raise that is fair question which is that is is, you know this fan base is quite split. Uh, you see it uh, uh, represented in the, if we only had a number nine people versus the get rid of the wingers at all costs, I will drive them to the airport people. Do you not think that getting into the playoffs as a target is going to be another uh, sort of cleave into, into the fan base? Because I know there'll be people that will be just fine with that. I put a lot more emphasis on watching a team that plays football again. Right. You know, like, let's be honest. We, you know, Mike keeps saying it. We don't deserve to be in the playoffs every year. We're not the New York Red Bulls. Our first trip to the playoffs was in 2015. Before that, we were woeful. We never went. You know, there's this kind of like revisionist history going on that we were a dynasty. We were close to being a dynasty. And if you read um, Happy Birthday, JMO, 50, amazing. If you read JMO's uh, one on one interview with Stephen Betashore, there's great, great bits in that interview. Where, where Beta was talking about how he understood what happened in 2018. Because if you remember, everybody and their mother got a pay raise. Bones got a pay raise. Everybody but Beta, they're like, you, how about a pay cut? And he had consistently been faced with that eventuality with every winning side he was been on. The management's like, hey, you want to come back next year? Um, how about a pay cut? So, yeah, I, I, I just worry that this idea that getting into the playoffs is 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 the be all and end all. I would be much much happier if I liked this team again, you know. Because if they get into the playoffs and I don't like them, I'm I'm not happy. I'm not giving it a passing grade. I want to like this team again. Yeah, and and I hear you there, and I hear what Turtz is saying as well, and I've heard what G Money says as well. Like I don't think necessarily I, I get where that comes from, and I will put some emerge that I, I think TFC got close. There was a good run where, yes, this team was a playoff year in, year out, deserved to have that kind of scrutiny um, perspective really up until the end of the 2020 season, right? And, and you can see everybody's reaction, what happened in 2021 and how badly that went and, mm-hmm. you know, people mm-hmm. sort of surprised on how badly it went, right? Um, that That's when it deserved it. But from then on, you've seen a steady decline. Like it's been a decline you know, from that perspective. And, and therefore you kind of lose that 
that sort of impetus of of not impetus like well maybe they have lost impetus to try to make playoffs but oh like, yeah there is it's no more impetus. it's more the the bar of where you set yourself within major league soccer right like That's you're, fair. you're not wrong fair. mike right like nine teams go to the playoffs right like it, you should make it right yeah. realistically but, based on the talent mm -hmm. but it's been proven whether they expand the format you know whether they've tried to make it easy by teams have left the conference and come into the conference they have not been able to figure that out and i think you need to baby steps this like you got to be respectable and you got to be a functional football club first then yeah. you can start talking about getting to the playoffs right and we're trying I, to do everything all at once and that to me has always spelt disaster for this club generally speak when it tries to do that every time Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it does raise a good point about where Toronto FC are perceived from the outside looking in. I mean, for, for us. Oh, uh, Have you read MLS? Like every article is just we're catching strays. Every article that comes out of MLS. Like it's <laughs> not. It's yeah, but well, like, I mean, for, for for me, like TFC are still that ambitious club that should be making the playoffs a year in, year out. Um, that's at least an internal belief uh certainly that tfc can get back to the top fairly quickly but from like the outside looking in i mean i i don't see tfc as like anything different than like a chicago or a dc united or charlotte like that type of group of teams that i think really others are measuring up tfc against which is we so incredibly in the same breath as the fire in like the last five MLS articles I've read and I wanted to die five times like just lump that, him that's the it fire. right even right. like New York City FC like... yeah well I mean the only reason we're probably not bottom of any kind of power ranking stuff is that's just the tire fire in Minnesota where they they don't have a head coach and they've they've gone on they're now on their second interim manager in the offseason right that's basically you want to bet you're starting you and they're, and they're starting not at the bottom of the first uh power rankings I I know I, 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 I know for a fact it will be Minnesota be like okay. Noah Reynoso and two interim head coaches in. What is he missing right. again? Yeah, is he, he not back? Up. <laughs> <Trying> up for <laughs> camp. Okay, um, all right, they're absolutely last. That's yeah, that so, is hilarious. Yeah, oh, so wow. you know, like, I, but mm. but I mean, TFC's not far off um, in terms of that. And and look, you know, we'll get into let, let's move it. We'll we'll talk about the media. We're, we did plan to talk a little bit about the media pro mess. I think we will hold that to like closer to the end of the show. Um, but. Yeah, I know, but like, because it is worthy talking about. But like, I want to jump into the whole captain thing because this is part of the process of you know starting to rebuild and starting to build that sort of core of a sustainable, functional club is having the right sort of person in charge, if you want to say, of the player group. Of course, it's not just him. There is a committee, um, as John Herdman has told us, but uh, Jonathan Osorio officially, yeah. Jonathan Thorio has officially been named captain of Toronto FC. I don't think anyone in this room who's watching this show um, is going to disagree with this pick, right? There's nobody who's disagreeing with this. Can I just say I was 150% sure it was going to be Lorenzo Insigne. I remember. 150%. Not I a doubt in my mind. I'm, I'm, I am so, so happy to be proven wrong. I was... Like, if I could do backflips, and trust me, I cannot, but if I could, I would have attempted one because I still can't believe it. I I mean, wow. They did the right thing. Wow. 
Yeah, just to kind of, I guess, play devil's advocate a little bit. And this has always been like a question I've had about captains in general across any sport. Does the player that, you know, wears the C, wears the armband, do they have to be necessarily your best player? Absolutely not. No. Without question. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree not. with that. I agree with that. That being said, had Lorenzo Insigne been this perfect kind of buy-in type of player that, you know, embodied Toronto FC and, you know, represented the badge in a proud way, I think this captaincy easily, easily would have been Lorenzo Insigne's. But that just tells you how much he hasn't bought in and how much of a distraction maybe he's been off the pitch when it comes to this team because... Listen, not to take anything from away from Jonathan Osorio, because when you look at the roster, aside from Insigne, maybe Bernadeschi, he's the clear-cut number one choice without really a, a discussion. Yeah, but Sean Johnson's been here for one year. He's here for right? a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and he has one year remaining on his contract. Yeah. So, like, for me, it's not even a discussion. The only two that you can make an argument for would have been Bernadeschi and Insigne, but we all know about all the off-field drama when it comes to those two. So for Ozo to really be that clear consensus pick just kind of tells you sort of what's been going on behind the scenes. It really embodies that a little bit. But at the same point, you know, Jonathan Osorio being named captain, it is really is a beautiful story. You know, a, a guy who came through the academy, came through the ranks. There is times where, you know, people did not like Osorio either. But he's emerged mm-hmm. as kind of the, one of the club's best and most consistent players. And I still think at what, 31 years old, I still think there are really good footballing days ahead of them. So the only like question mark I think a lot of people have is on this deal is, is, you know, quality. Is he really, Mm -hmm. is he really the guy in that locker room that people are going to listen to uh, when he speaks because of what he's doing on the pitch? I still think there's something there that where Ozo can, can step his game up to that level, which we've seen in the past and really Mm -hmm. become a true leader for this team. So really excited about, disappointment overall me too you didn't you didn't go where i thought you were going to go right into tinfoil hat territory because there are a lot of people that are saying that are deducing that by virtue of lorenzo that giving lorenzo the captaincy was a was like getting pregnant it was a way to get him plugged in to the club by virtue of giving him that armband right and the fact that they didn't suggest that you know he's more than a foot out the door. He's, you know, we're just waiting for the announcement kind of thing. And I really thought you were going to go there. I'm glad, you know, I'm surprised. I'm beside myself that TFC didn't do that because they've been glad handing these guys for far too long. So that's why I was so sure because, you know, I could make the argument that you're going to have to take that PR hit. You've taken it already. The club is in shambles. Right. I'm not talking about a bio, but I'm talking about a dry loan for Berna that makes no sense or sending Lorenzo away and taking a huge uh, uh, cut on 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 money and that sort of thing, et cetera, et cetera, ad infinitum. Um, I could have made a case for the positivity of giving Lorenzo that extra bit of responsibility because nothing else has worked. So if we're going to tie a bow on this and say, okay, this was a massive failure. You know, you want to check all those boxes. That's why I was so sure. Um, Do I agree with the conspiracy theories? Not really. Not really. It has been very quiet. He's not very featured. Aside from that, that gaffe with the Louis Vuitton that like was the shot heard around TFC land. He 
hasn't really been featured in a lot of these training videos or, or photographs at all. I wouldn't um, read too much into that. I wouldn't read. Too I mean, much that's all that. we, I think a lot of people. Do. I, I appreciate this. I appreciate this because because I know people are curious. Like we're getting a lot of questions in the chat about rumors of moves, and I just I don't know where I'm going to put this, but I you have to read between the lines. It's been said not just once, not twice. I mean, pretty overtly by the people at the club. They had people in mind. They could not get them over the line. So there could have been a lot more moves. But for whatever reason, it just didn't happen. Uh, you know, though that that's yeah. why that's one of the reasons it's been so quiet because none of their moves have worked out. I wonder why. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the one thing I'll say about like Lorenzo and and giving the armband. Imagine if you the first person you pass on Michael Bradley's armband to. <laughs> was Lorenzo and well, that's, that's kind of <laughs> why where was, we are man that's well that's kind of why are, I didn't say I mean, anything because yeah. I was dead certain that neither one of them was going to get the armband right like I like wow just just because there's just no way there's no way you could give them the armband just no way I know everybody sort of gave the thought of hey maybe you get them to buy in if you give them the armband I don't think that would have done a damn thing right like I, I just agree. I don't I don't think it would have done anything um and other than okay, they wear the armband on game days, so they feel like they may have some extra sway at the club. But uh, th no, th there was only really one move. Like yes, okay, I bandied around the Sean Johnson thing, um, mm. but realistically, there was only one move, and it was going to be Jonathan Osorio. And if you didn't get it, there would have been a riot. And I think the club kind of realized that. And I also think that look, these things, yes, they eventually do get selected by John Herdman, but this is really. A reflection of where the players are at as well right like the generally speaking the you players think? are going to have a pretty yeah the players are going to have generally a, a say in this like i don't know if they have final say or majority say or what that looks like but generally in these things the players have some kind of say in in uh in a captain i think the situation yeah. might have been different um yeah, I agree. maybe but I, I, I do the players that were there yeah, but I, I do think there is there a say, right? Like there, there's no way that I don't think they go through and they don't talk about it at least and say like, hey, this is the idea or who would you like? Now, how much consideration that's given to that depends on each club and the manager and would you, you know, do how that? much they put in there. But you no, know, I think they have some because say in it. I wouldn't. If I, if I was the coach, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask every single person on the roster what they think about this and that. There are some decisions that, you, you know – are not privy to, to committee, uh, especially when I'm trying to change culture quickly. Uh, the last thing I want to do is be in like an Allen expressway situation where everybody's has an opinion and they're all, you know, cause you can't please everybody. So for me, I wouldn't at all. Uh, but that's just my perspective. Yeah. I will say it's Osorio was asked about the captaincy a little bit after, and he was, after John Herman had told the media that he made his decision and Zorio was kind of surprised by the question and said, he's never heard anything about it and haven't talked about mm. it. So wow. I don't know, Mike, but I didn't hear that. Honest, I didn't read that quote. That's a crazy quote. It's, it's not I, a, kinda, yeah, but I think there's a feeling, right? Like there, sure. there's clearly, there's clearly a sentiment of where this was going to go. Right. And, and right. I, I yeah. don't mm -hmm. think realistically there was anywhere else they could have gone, right. They could have gone somewhere else and forced yeah. a decision. Uh, you know what? It, but it, you know 
what it was. It was mm. a very safe decision, and this won't be a controversy the rest of the season. Like there's yeah, no- it's just something we don't. Have yeah, to now they can just rage. Now yeah. we can just rage with people that are war- that are upset that he's a DP still. So it's just you, you know that Ozo's that Ozo's just going to be the guy that shows up every day, does media when he needs to do media. He's just always going to going to be there. You know. Yeah, you raise Absolutely. another interesting point. You're giving the captain's armband to somebody that doesn't speak the language. If you're doing it with Lorenzo, eh, I don't know if that's as big a deal. I mean. There are press conferences. Well, there are translators. Right? Like, you know what I mean? There's press conferences and translators. The thing yeah, is, he's got to do. He's got to do press conferences in true order enough, for true it enough. to, to yeah, actually be anything. Um, yeah, quote true. from Jonathan Osorio: um, "I'm incredibly honored and excited to have been named the captain of the club. That means so much to me. Wearing this armband comes with a great responsibility, and I'm determined to represent the fans of this club and the people of the city in the best way. I'm excited to begin this journey and work with everybody involved to bring success to Toronto FC." John Herbin just saying, appointing Jonathan as Toronto FC captain marks a new era in the club. He has the ability to connect with his teammates and everyone in the club. He is passionate, emotional, and has the character to lead the squad. And he is committed to bringing success to this club and make the fans proud. I'm looking forward to continuing to work with Jonathan and rebuild this club together. Uh, quote from John Herdman. Um, look, I think, it, it, again, like Mike, you said, it's a decision that we don't have to talk about and, and make any stink about because no one's going to make us think about Jonathan Osorio getting the armband. We've been talking about this for like five, four years now, really since the pandemic. Um, even before people that, are making before, a stink. I'm sure some people will, but really who's like from a majority perspective, nobody's going to really make us think mm-hmm. about this, right? Like it's not a, a, you know, it's of all the things you could be upset about with this club right now. And we just spent 10 minutes talking about I agree. that. Uh, this is not one of them. I agree. Yeah. So it will be interesting. I mean, I, I, I'm interested just in a sense of, you know, Jonathan Osorio stepping up into a leadership position and his maturation over time. It felt like for a while I didn't like for a while I didn't actually see him as a captain. Like I didn't really see him as that captain material, right? And the captain material is a subjective. Like it can mean a lot of different things, but um for a long time I just didn't see him as a captain material up until maybe like the 2018-19 season when he sort of took another step forward um from that regard. Um, it'll be interesting to see now that he's got the spotlight really on him now as captain, right? He's had a spotlight because he's been a Canadian national team player, popular player within the team, mm-hmm. long, obviously longest serving member of, of the team. But it will be interesting to see how he handles this particular role because this is very different than what he's had before. I mean, I think he was he was a great understudy to the best captain that we've ever had at the club. I they had a very close relationship. Uh, he, you know, Oso is a smart guy. I'm sure he picked up a lot of tips and tricks. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how he brings it because the one thing that Michael Bradley wasn't, although he was an adopted son of this city, he wasn't a Toronto man's, and Oso very much is. Uh, here we go. I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. I I think you know it's it's a tough ask to be captain of this squad. Uh and if he doesn't excel at it, I don't think it's a I I don't necessarily think it's enough to 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 bury him with because this is 
this is a pretty tall order. So, you know, we we just have to hope to the bet for the best here. All right, Paul. Go ahead, Mikey. Yeah, I, I mean, I I hope I hope nothing changes when it comes to that. At the end of the day, like it's a lot to burden one player with when it comes to you know setting the culture and setting the you know tempo and environment, everything at at training. You can only kind of control what you can control to a certain extent. And the yep. same goes for you know Michael Bradley's last few years of as captaincy. He can do stuff kind of the right way, but for one person to kind of try and turn the ship around when it comes to a few kind of rotten apples in the room, that's just, it's too big of a task. So mm-hmm. for me, it's, it's not, we're not going to define his legacy as captain by the way that, you know, kind of the locker room reacts um, as a whole, but at the same time, yeah, sure. That is part of his job. And it is a big one when it comes to sort of the TFC certain situation. So hopefully it'll be a leadership group by committee. Um some of that leadership group, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an uh, interesting leadership group. We'll uh, kind of mm-hmm. ties nicely into this sort of next uh, segment and next move in. And we are going to talk a little bit about, um, hey, TFC, you have a game on Friday uh, against Nashville. It's a friendly, most likely is going to be behind closed doors unless somebody comes in with a miracle stream somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, miracle you know, stream. Well, you know, right? <laughs> Yeah, I know. We've been talking a lot about uh, Miracle Streets mm-hmm. and Camp Carter yep. back in action now. So we're going back to uh, 2008. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a chance to see this team in, in, in action or at least hear about this team in action. Um, I guess main, the main thing I just want to ask you to you guys about this and obviously everybody watching is just what do we hope to hear from this friendly? Like, obviously, we're going to get some kind of updates from the club. I don't know if we're going to get text minute by minute updates or if we're just going to hear sort of a little report at the end but what honestly are you kind of just hoping to hear out of the first sort of real match action of the year um if i speak i'm going to be in big trouble but uh well you're here so you know uh i hope to hear some fun stuff before this game so you know we're on the clock here um what i expect to do i think it's going to be streamed absolutely not um you know for myriad reasons above and beyond the usual uh, uh, cauldron of excuses. You know, this this team is a Franken team. The last thing they want is us uh, uh, cynics uh, getting our paws, getting our mitts on footage of, of them, you know, running around like newborn deer. So it's, it's not happening. Um, it's a preseason game. You know, we've been bit with preseason games before. I I, I thought Greg Ranjit Singh was the greatest uh, goalie in the history of all goaltending off the back of that uh, other thing. And we all were like, mm-hmm. man, once Adamo Diamande gets onside, he's going to pot 400,000 goals a, a season. So I am, I have no expectations. I have zero, zero expectations. Um, I just hope everybody has some fun out there. Yeah, like the one thing uh, I guess you can kind of take away is what maybe they're potential 11 looks like at this point at least a framework of it maybe you can read into some of the formation at all depending what information that we get if we get starting 11 that's about it for me uh because you can't we just talked about what will make a successful toronto fc season it's the product on the field and seeing the football and results are kind of secondary to kind of that standpoint so preseason it, even more so when it, it comes to that so really there's not much that i can take away aside from the fact that we're inching closer to the start of the season we're finally getting a game going we're going to finally start mm-hmm. to see uh 
some sort of foundation of what this team could potentially look like. Yeah, for yeah, me, I think tactics it's... and where. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Well, you, I, I think you were just alluding to the thing I was mm-hmm. just going to say, which is just like the tact. Like tactically, I just want to see, you know, you know, who's playing in those back three positions. You know, what are those wingbacks look like, and how how just generally the team sort of handles that in its first go around. Like obviously, it's going to still be a work in progress. Mm-hmm, um, but mm-hmm. I think that's more than anything, just the idea of how is that all sort of sinking in within the first couple of weeks of preseason. Yeah, like yeah, like Jamar, no? yeah, exactly. Jamar comes on <laughs> for the second half. Where is he? Is he playing striker? Like, what's going on? I know it's not an absolute as to where Herdman sees him, but that's interesting. I, I will. I think I it's going back. Uh, pretty certain it's going back. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, we'll and yes, and just and again, like I don't even know if you'll see us starting eleven or your best eleven in the first no. half. You're probably going to see a mishmash of people between starters and you know people he's going to want to see in certain positions at certain times of the game um so that will be just it, that will be the sort of the interesting thing to get out of this and then of course look mm-hmm. okay, if you get a result very nice um no, i don't Mike, want our have... wins in preseason let's lose so we can save some of those three four wins for when it matters you know I'm not a believer in that but fair enough <laughs> uh, um uh, but Mike you wanted to play a little game uh with the yeah. roster here um oh and i'll let you sort of set it up but it's a little bit of like basically sort of us trying to guess who's gonna be around and who's not <laughs> yeah exactly so speed round I'm let's gonna, go i'm gonna read out the names that are currently in uh, let's just say on the roster for make okay it easy. um in 10 seconds or left the less the guys are gonna tell me whether or not they believe that these players will still be here come february 25th the start of toronto sees season so if they'll be on the roster for essentially toronto sees mm-hmm. first game of the season so 10 seconds or less guys so let's start first io akinola jeff will he still be here yes budget concerns unlocks other things can't use buyout on him herdman uh has faith that he can turn him around and if anybody can it's right. john herdman yes he's cheap at least for the budget mm-hmm not necessarily cheap, but I take your point. Cheap. <laughs> At least for cap hit. Yeah. He also takes up a very valuable under twenty-two initiative spot. But mm-hmm. move on. Uh Federico Bernadeschi. Will he still be here February twenty-fifth? Jeff, let's start with you. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Mike? Yes. Yes. It's an interesting one because there are a lot of rumors floating around right now. They've been all off season, really, but Federica Bernadeschi really wanted to return to Italy, and it's still kind of the same. I really want to fly. It sounds like no one in Italy wants Federica Bernadeschi back. So, wonder why? (laughs) Interesting. Uh, Latif Blessing. That's an interesting one. Kind of a forgotten guy here at Toronto FC. Uh, Will he still be here come uh, start of the season? Mike, let's start with you. Yes. Again, not a. Math, like well, he's actually a decent hit on the cap, but mm-hmm. I think well, yeah, I'll stay with yes, I'll stay with yes for the twenty fifth, yes. Yeah, we haven't seen enough. Uh, it's unfair to throw him on the scrap heap for what we've seen so far. We know we can, we know he can play in this league. Uh, he's not a problem we need to worry about right now. Yeah, it's just a matter of of what position I think for Latif. We know he's played as a winger kind of coming through the ranks he played a mm-hmm. little bit there with tfc i think even fullback for a tiny bit at times yep. too um and then obviously he has some central midfield experience so could be 
no pun intended, a blessing and a curse for Latifah. <laughs> well, I love it. About his mm-hmm. positioning. So we'll see exactly what his fit is with this team. Uh, Lonzo Coelho, I'm guessing no. He better, or I riot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's there. Only way he's not on the roster is if some mm-hmm. team in Europe picks him up. Uh, this one's a really interesting one. Adama Diamande. Jeff. F to the no. Buyout time. Get him out of here. That's what I'd spend my buyout on. Mike? I'd have to say no, because I've said the same thing as Jeff the whole winter, is that they probably use his buyout on him. But I could also see the buyout used on IO too. So, Yeah, so interesting note as of last season, you can still buy out a player during the year. So you no longer has to be before the start of the season. Um, with the same, the same cap the, relief, there's no, no penalty. Like you, that's with, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So you still, you still get the cap relief now. Oh, really? One, Amazing. One buyout where you still get the cap relief, yeah. Even in the season? Fantastic. Um, yeah, even during oh, the season. They've changed okay. that rule. Um, and it's not prorated, so it's not like, well, you only get the amount of money back based on how many games are left in the season. I don't know, Jeff. I don't think anyone okay. knows that. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm York just... know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, no, no one knows. So, probably yes. Mm-hmm. So for what it's worth, Diamande is not in Florida with the team. Uh, this is per John Molinaro. Uh, he's yeah, back at the BMO training ground, still kind of rehabbing his injury. Uh, it was a significant injury last year. Obviously, kept him out for most of the season. Achilles injury that's been lingering. Um, there is hope, apparently, that he'll be fit enough to rejoin the group uh, shortly. Now, we'll actually see if it happens or not. Um, so, next is Kobe Franklin. I don't think there's... Yeah, same thing. We can kind of just move on yeah, past so, that. Yeah, L- Luca Gavrin. Yeah. Kind of move on sure, past that. He's our backup goalie this year. Yeah. Yeah. Greg Randit saying, if you, in case anyone missed it, is our he's number back. three keeper yeah. this year. So he will be back Best in Toronto. Uh, Lorenzo Insigne, number 24. Mike, what do you think? Yes. I, I just think, yeah. where, where is he going? Like, it's, um, yeah, he, he's staying. We're unhappy yeah. to be stuck with them. These players have no value. Zero in the world market. Absolute zero. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think it'd be shocking if Lorenzo Insigne is not here at the start of the season. Uh, Sean Johnson, do we think that there's a way that TFC move on from Sean Johnson before the start of the season? Uh, Jeff, let's no, start with the summer you. transfer window, maybe. But by then, he can already negotiate and we lose him on a free, right? Uh, not summer? with MLS. Okay. With overseas. Then, then, possible. then I, think, I think if a move happens, it happens in the summer transfer window. If he was going to move, he would have moved already. That's my that's my thinking. Yeah, I think most teams now have sort of their goalkeeper core. Um, so if there was going to be a move, it would have been this winter. Um, yeah. Yeah, if he's moving, it's probably going to be after the 25th. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the bigger question will be whether or not he uh, he's here beyond this season. Um, not a chance. But, <laughs> I mean, if it's not a chance, then mm-hmm. you got to seriously start considering moving him now because you get the most value for him as opposed to, you know, over the summer, we only have six months left potentially. So uh, yeah. something to consider at least. Uh, DeAndre Kerr, do we really need to spend time Absolutely. on this? He's going to be on the roster. Just a, a fun fact. Um, John Herman states a love DeAndre Kerr, and he actually may be best position to claim that starting number nine role at this point in time so yep. 
That makes sense. Out for that. Uh, I'm in Mabika. Yes, he's staying. <sighs> yeah, he's really cheap and a warm body. Yeah, and he just uh, he renegotiated his deal, so I'd be surprised if he cool. isn't a part of this team. I'm just interested to see what Mabika will be like in a back three uh, with Toronto FC. I haven't really seen too too much of it, so he's he's got he's got potential in that. We saw about if 15 can sort minutes of it in the last game of the season, the mm-hmm. hamstring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cassius Mayula, Cash Who's Money. I got big hopes for Cash Money in 2024. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I mean, I'd be shocked if they move him after acquiring him and like four months before. A long-term piece. Um, I agree. I will put with Swan Gavry, like obviously with the new manager, a manager that probably did not sign him. Um, I don't think he's gone before the 25th, but I'll just be interested to see what he becomes with this team. Like wh- where does John Herbin best see him? That's the thing, right? What's his, what's his, what's his position? You know, is it right winger? For five minutes. Yeah. You know, is there, is there a position that suits him on this roster? Will TFC play with like a secondary striker? Will that potentially be his? That's what I think. Because with Mamaluti Sundowns, that's generally where he played. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. He's one to watch. Um, Shaquille Marcioretti, I don't think we need to really go into that one. Nope. Uh, what about Hugo Mbange? Do you guys see him starting the year with Toronto FC? No. Michael, go with you. No, I think he gets he at, Is he at camp? Yes. Yeah. But he, he's I think he's still on it. Like he still can go to TFC two in theory, um, or they'd have to loan him down. But they'd have to loan him down. Yeah. But I, I, I think he's yeah. out. I don't, I don't think he's with the. the team. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's a loan candidate, loan army at best. Unfortunately, I say he stays at TFC. I, I, okay. I think he is one of the few players that they, in that kind of range of strikers where they have like a a big bunch of them, I think he's probably the one that they see with the most potential in the future. That's probably Aside awesome. from DeAndre Kerr. Awesome. Um, he still is, what, 19 years old, if that, mm. 18 years old. So Insane. Really bright future. But could be could be a lone candidate come, you know, mid-season or something. Um, Shane O'Neill, still with TFC? Yes. Yeah, I think he's part of that leadership group. I'd be, again... Leadership so group, baby! To the stars! Um, Ozo, I think we can pretty much write that off. No, nah, he's uh, gone. Prince o- he's, he's gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Prince Osu. He's around. Um, he's still around, Mike? Yeah, I think so. I think he's like either either he wins the nine or he's your depth player at, at nine. Yeah, I'm not so a lot sure. Of money. And, and hence why I think Hugo Mbange goes on loan. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about Prince Owosu. I I I don't know. This is one that I'm not prepared to to uh, maybe. Uh there's too many variables. He's really expensive. We've seen nothing. Uh could be a trade chip as a depth forward for another team that's desperate for a depth forward. I think his seat is pretty hot. Yeah, it'd be interesting. He is a Jason Hernandez signing. Uh so to move on from a Jason Hernandez signing four months later would be pretty, pretty eye opening. I mean, not can really judge him based on his performances last season. A lot of you know chaos going on on the pitch. I'd like to see what he looks like in a more structured lineup. Because me too, me too. There, there is, there is something there. He's got a, he's got a touch. He's got a big frame. Obviously, he's got speed when he gets going. Can he finish? We haven't really seen him been put into those positions yet. There's not many chances created. 
do you mm-hmm. kind of build a team or a, an attack with he's the focal point or not necessarily the focal point, but at least a big number nine presence. Maybe there's something more there, but remains to be seen. Uh, this one's interesting as well. Jordan Perusa. Is he still here come the start of the season? If you guys can recall, he was loaned out to Halifax yeah. the latter half of last season. Uh, not a few go is. It's one or the other. There's not enough room. Mike? Oh, I, I think he, yeah, I think he gets loaned out again. There's already, there's already rumors in Halifax that he may come back on loan. So mm-hmm. um, it's possible. Um, I just, again, like it, it, sorry, I know we're supposed to give this 10 seconds. It, it does feel though, like this is kind of it. This is kind of it for him, right? Like at some point it's got to be you play or you go. GTFO. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Yeah, Jordan's an interesting. He does. He makes a lot of money, uh, relatively a lot of money, yeah. uh, compared to other players in his position when it comes to like making an impact. How far away he is, he is versatile enough where he can play slotted in a couple different roles. So he's not just locked into sort of that number nine position. Um, he's also a guy, and I've I've beat at the Trump for years. I think he's going to develop a little bit later on in his career. Right, I think mm-hmm, he still needs mm-hmm. to fill out his body a little bit build some more strength, build some more muscle. And whether that's with Halifax, whether that's with someone else, I agree with you guys. It's probably going Lone to be army. Um, elsewhere for now. But there is there is a chance that he still, uh, he still is a player at the MLS level, potentially. Um, another interesting one, Raul Petretta. Uh, will he still be here on opening day? Mike, what do you think? Yeah, I think so. Um, just again... I would be surprised if he moves just based interleague, just based on the money he's on. Um, mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. externally possible, but I mean, the European window closes in two, three days. Um, Day before my so, birthday. Yeah. yeah he's got to, if it's got to happen, it's got to happen soon. So I, I just don't see it before opening day. I don't see it at all there. You know, this is a fire that is, is smoldering, but it's not, burning the house down so triage you know and again am i happy about it absolutely not is he is he adaptable enough that herdman's going to keep him as a jack of all trades and a master of none absolutely and i feel the same way about rostad and mabika to be completely honest petrano's a good player it's just it's just that budget hit so like you're right there's worse there's worse things you need to address on this team and tfc also don't have a ton of wing back depth options so um there's that uh sigurd rosta jeff you kind of touched on it already uh mike do you mm-hmm. think sigurd rosta will be here come up yeah because again you just don't have enough depth there to really be letting people go without yeah. bringing people in right so exactly he's here okay uh brandon servania i think yeah. he's out for the season well, well no, he'll be no, back in the covering. summer he'll be back in he's the summer, out till may yeah, but I don't think he's gonna be gone by opening day. No, I no, wouldn't be surprised. He's on. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I'll, I'll also put the caveat though. I wouldn't be surprised if he becomes like maybe a trade asset at some point, maybe in the summer, um, because he's an American player on decent salary, yep. like a mm-hmm. guy people yeah. in MLS know. You know, if if you need to make a move, maybe he's a guy that you you have in a as a trade asset. Yeah, yep. he's a guy Herman likes a lot too. Um, he but will the be one of those terrible. cases. Of course, he'll be one of those cases where you kind of maybe have to build him back up to build up some of that value and redeem some of that value again. Um, again, well, not on the worst on cap as well. When he comes back, um, you know, maybe, maybe. Luke Singh, 
he's actually in training camp with Toronto FC. Do you still do you think he uh, mm. he makes the roster? Jeff, you go first. I have some thoughts. I'm like you first. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do uh, for depth. You know, this team is in no position to start getting rid of defenders, considering our defensive record. Uh, I think, you know, there's a reason that he's been around and survived all of this chaos. It's probably because he's a good little soldier and that's what you need. Uh, so yeah, I just, again, triage, like this is not a fire that, that needs to be addressed right now. Uh, so yeah. Mike. Yeah. He's an interesting one. Cause he's gone on loan two straight seasons to the Canadian premier league. Um, and in Edmonton, when he was on loan, he played a ton. Like, he played almost every game. A for ton. He and on a an ton. awful side that like had no money, but yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. And then he uh, played last year at Atletico Ottawa, scored the... Uh, look, if Borges doesn't score an Olympic... He scores win, bangers. CPL, he scored, he like, scored probably the goal mm, of the year um, in the yeah. game Premier League. Uh, he's still a little shaky defensively at times, even at CPL level. Um, but he's a left-footed center back when you're playing a back three. There it is. And and I think, therefore, you keep him as depth and you see what you can get out of him. And again, John Herdman might be able to get a bit of a song out of him. So I think you keep him. Um, And then, look, if if he's just not playing, you know, at some point, maybe you do loan him out. But by opening day, I think he's on the roster. Mm -hmm. Left-footed center backs are unicorns. They really are, and and I, I I keep forgetting that he's left-footed. Yeah, they're unicorns. You he stays, he stays just um, just so that we can say we have a left-footed center back on the roster almost. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Kosi Thompson, mm, returning on loan. No, I don't know what Kosi Thompson is on this team right now. Like I, mm-hmm. other than midfield depth, like I I just I don't know. I don't know how John Herdman sees him. It's 21 years old. Uh, 21 years old. Sorry, Jeff, what was your prediction? No, just because he doesn't want to be here. Uh, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He wants to go back to Europe and prove himself there because it, it wasn't really the greatest loan move over there. I think he's a distressed asset that can't be fixed with the limited minutes that he's going to potentially get at TFC this year. So I think for the player and the club, um, you know, you hear it all the time, right? There are certain players that need to leave to figure out who they are, whether it's because, you know, they need to get out of the safety net or they need to live in an apartment and and worry about their laundry and, you know, what they're eating for dinner, et cetera, et cetera. I do think cozy falls into that. I'm going to miss the short shorts. Uh, But uh, yeah, I just, I just, I don't see a place for him to get meaningful enough minutes. I just, I just don't see it. Sorry, Kosi. Why? Why do you think? Sorry, why do you think he doesn't want to be here? Oh, I'm speculating wildly. Well, just the just oh, the okay. just the lone move that that sort of left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. I think, I think he wants to prove himself still in TFC. That was necessarily true. I don't know if it was a bad taste in his mouth. Like, obviously, no, the buy option was not picked up. Um, there was there was also like that incident that happened in Norway. Which yeah, yeah, he got subbed off and subbed mm-hmm. off, and he never played again after that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, incident where he wasn't happy about being subbed off. Um, mm-hmm. Listen, what I'll say about Kosi, like professionalism, uh, ten out of ten. 
like always, always, always doing kind of the right thing for someone his age, speaking the right things, um, attitude, like I said, 10 out of 10. So I don't have any concerns about him not wanting to be here. I, but if anything, it could be a chip on his shoulder, Jeff, kind of spin it, kind of glass half full. Like he, if he mm-hmm. wants to get back to Europe, it's kind of like a prove it kind of thing. Yeah, there's a lot of guys um, on the team that are in the same position. Yeah, I see him though as like a similar boat as as Latif Blessing though, right? Yeah. It's it's that, that everybody everyone's saying that on the chat, Mikey. They, yeah, they well, there, well, there you go. Yeah, it's it's because you know he what's his best position? I don't exactly know, but he can play central midfield. He can play wing back, um, kind of play different positions. So maybe again, that's something that'll keep him in the mix, especially again, only 21 years old. That's um, it. To answer the question, we, I think he's here on the 25th. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Is that it? Tyree Spicer. Tyree Spicer. Let's see that. Gone. Will he be here? <laughs> no, no. February 25th. Will he be on the opening day roster? Okay, how about this for Spicer? I think we all agree he's probably going to get signed to a contract. Um, yes. mm-hmm. Will he make the opening day squad for TA, the 18? Is he on the? Is he in the 18? Yes. But I don't think he spends the entire season on the raw. I think he goes up and down between two and the the senior team. But um, I think they've put a lot of stock into him. It seems like they really like him. Um, Again, I don't know if this is a John Herdman pick or this was a Jason Hernandez, Sean Rubio pick. Um, Feels like maybe all of the above. It could be all of the above. It could be all of the above. Yeah. It again. It's it. This is uh. This is one where I'm intrigued by the pick because I don't know where exactly they're gonna play him. In theory, he's a winger um and a forward, mm-hmm. but it sounds like they may want to try him at wing back. Yeah. Um, so that's it. And that spot's a little crowded at the moment. So Very especially on the right side. The so. Is he's more of a left sided player? Um. I think he makes 18. That's just me. Uh, I agree Jeff, with you. you. I say? think they're gonna give yeah. him I think they're gonna give him every opportunity to break out. If this if if we are to believe the rumor that they got this guy to be uh to to play meaningful minutes now, I think they're gonna start the season giving him the maximum amount of runway to do it and then start making decisions. So I, I'm inclined to agree with you. Yeah, and, and we're totally speculating based on the fact we've seen a grand total of zero minutes of Tyree Spes. Zero. Time. Spicer zero minutes favorite player <laughs> situation <laughs> um uh, last one we'll do is is charlie sharp right he's the it's uh, a weird one draft pick led all of ncaa in scoring last year if he goes back to college or goes to another team i believe tfc will only have his rights for the rest of this season i believe that is mm. the case with charlie sharp so very interesting situation we already know that he's he's he'd be in that group of strikers TSE has who are just like not quite good enough and they're still developing. We have an abundance of those guys. So yeah, what do we yeah. think? Is Charlie Sharp going to make the opening day thirty player roster? No way. Oh, the opening day thirty player roster? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You think they'll assign him to a contract? Yeah, I do. I do. I think I think this is another JMR and they and they're worried that if they don't do something wacky he's gonna walk so they're gonna do something wacky i want to put him in jmr category but yeah i i I get your point um mike no 
I don't think so. Um, generally, guys like that from NCAA tend to end up at um, sorry, Subway and MLS, MLS Next Pro level, which again, he may be off the contract and he says no and goes back to school, right? That's that's another thing he could do. It just doesn't, I, I just don't know. I feel like that's very, very, a very, very crowded mm. space right now. Um, and if he's looking to make a roster and, and be a player right now, I don't know, right? Again, but this is also uh, speculating based on I've, I've <laughs> actually seen some Charlie played. Sharp uh, <laughs> highlights, so that <laughs> that's I like you know, his that's name. good. But you I'm know, again, generally speaking, college strikers in MLS don't tend to stay strikers. Um, they tend to move uh, position when they get to the the next level. So I, yeah. I just no, I just don't think so. I, really the only thing that's play. like the only thing is like if he were to get drafted this year, he was a third round pick, I believe, when TSC originally drafted him. If he would have got drafted this year, he's a clear cut, I think, first round pick. Um, so he's made a lot of strides from last year to where he is now. Yeah, again, it's it's too tough one. I, you know, I like tough. it. Yeah, like his like his name, good soccer name, Gord. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for that, we're rooting Charlie Sharp. We're all we're on going, the Charlie we're, Sharp we're Charlie Yeah, Sharp. yeah. Are we going to be a Charlie Sharp hype pod now? Is that what mm-hmm, we're going to mm-hmm. do? Absolutely. Well, it's it, Absolutely. it's funny. We we kind of go through these entire list of names, and part of Jason Hernandez's job here in Sean Ribios is is you know getting rid of some of these players and turning yeah. some of these players into assets whereas like we're going through the roster how many can we actually or how many could TFC actually turn into legitimate assets a lot of the times we're just like oh yeah you know we're stuck kind of bad contract oh we can buy this guy out yeah that's my favorite I, that that kind of goes to show like kind of just where TFC are when it comes to this whole roster building stage and Right, that's why we haven't seen a lot of you know interleague exactly. trades or things like that within leagues, because these guys, a lot of them, just don't have enough value right now mm-hmm. um, to be included in a deal. Uh, and, and you can only trade so much gam to get players, right? So, yep. Um, you know, that's it'll be interesting to see on the twenty fifth how those turn out. But I feel like the team we have now, minus a few loan outs, and and maybe you're able to make a trade. That's that's the 2024 roster we're watching. Oh yeah, the, these are these are the guys you're going to war with. Oh, I think there, there, uh, there may be like one signing. Moves. There might be one or two signings, but know, I don't moves. think they're going to be high profile. You know, everybody's looking at Dallas signing ten million dollars strikers. I don't think that's that's not a He's good. Guy. He's. Good. I'm so yeah. jelly. Yeah, uh, a lot of teams. Uh, um, yeah. All right, we're at that time. We 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 we've uh, delayed long enough. The fans are out there. The the people demand it. We must talk about kits. We must talk about kits. We get our annual some guy in a store threw up the kits too early to gain some cloud online and leaked the 2024. And then EA Sports did it like an hour later. Yeah. Leaked the 2024 TFC away kit. Um. As always with these things, there's going to be, oh, there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, trust me that, that, that shirt's probably prettier than my face. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, there's a lot of reactions. There's a lot of reactions as these things always do every year. Um, we've got a lot of comments about it. Um, 
But before we go to those guys, I, I want to get your thoughts. It's a blurry photo in a shop somewhere in Oakville. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's preface it with that. But general I got to tell you, I, I think this is the authentic because the stars on it. Uh, I don't think this is like uh, the... The replicas um, have stars on them now. A lot of the replicas keep the stars on. Are you sure about that? That was pretty I much replicas with the star on. Okay. Um, listen, uh, uh, I hate the alternate badge. I always have. I know it's not the first time I've seen it. Um, it is a family show, so if you want to see my uh, my uh, my uh, concept of the badge, just just uh, scroll my my timeline. Uh, the mouse pad thing is gross. Um. Is it better than the Harlequin quit kit? I'm not so sure. It kind of has me yearning for the the days of the black and white, the black and gray Harlequin kit. But I reserve judgment until I see it. I'm very underwhelmed. So, so here's my thing. I agree with a lot of what you said, Jeff. Mm-hmm. I also need to see what it looks like with the shorts and the socks. Yeah. Yeah, you always say that. I think that makes. I, I, I think that makes the world of a difference. Like if they roll these out with like, you know, red shorts with the white this, stripe. This, this looks like a kit that has white shorts. But if 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 they did red shorts, yeah. white stripes, you know, white socks, whitish grayish socks with the red stripes, mm-hmm. I, I see I see some potential with the overall look of 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 you know the reds kind of bringing that back. Again, I'm with you guys. I think the design they they missed the design on the actual kit. Like, I'm not sure what those like shields are in the middle of the kit. Um, Fly swatters, really, kind of random. Old badge, kind of random. Yeah. Like, regardless, they're gonna spin it in some way uh, that that you know kind of justifies their shields. I still think it's pretty poor. Um, I would like to honestly even a cleaner look than. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I was placed thinking. Shields. I do like the red outline, the red stripes, the red kind of touch on it to go along with the white. Crossover um, collars. Are, I, I'm a, I'm a sucker for crossover collars. So yeah, that's my favorite part about it. Yeah, Mike. What do you? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. Like, if this was just a clean white and red kit, I would have shipped it a little bit more. Um, the badge does not bother like me as great. much as it bothers other people, which I, I completely understand why people don't like the the, the badge. It's, so it's a, a thing Adidas has been doing with a lot of club teams. They have been sort of making this third kit alternate Not just badge, MLS, Arsenal right? Cannon badges all yeah, over. Arsenal's yeah. got it. United, I think uh, Gray just said it in the, uh, the chat. Um, United wore their third strip at, at the weekend of the FA Cup where they just have the Red Devil on it. Oh, those are um, so nice. Yeah, they are so nice. But yeah. like, and it's like a creamish color. It's not actually white. Um, People are like, what do you think of the Canon badge? I'm like, um, it's amazing. It's fantastic. It like, yeah, but the, the FTC, yeah. yikes. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me as much, but I get why it bothers people. Um, you know, our crust is not the best crust in the world, but it's not the worst one either. Like he just died. 
the guy that designed it like hasn't been in the ground for a year yet and this is how ha- i mean like, well, they designed they designed this like two yeah, years yeah. ago that's the thing they designed yeah, no, these I, things i'm aware like two, it's just it's years. funny it's just yeah. it's just funny how these things the guy who out. designed the tfc jersey just died the well, tfc the, the badge, badge the, the smokes poutinery oh the badge yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so like tfc now have bottom five worst kits in major league soccer 100 percent. 100 percent. yeah like I think that's Although, universal. I, like there's I a lot of people. Love, I love, I love the Mark Hinkley kit. I'm sorry. I know I, I know him, and he's amazing. And I, I absolutely <laughs> I love Mark love too. Works a, works a great. I love guy. that kit. I love him, it. We've had I him on our show before. Yeah, I'm gonna. We're, I, he's gonna be here to talk about all these kits this year because he can because he didn't design one. But uh, I love it. I love it. That, I love it. That kid is. God, I love Mark, and I'm so sorry that mm-hmm. that our home kit is is so bad i love it so it says the guy with a pink inter miami messy kit like i can't hey it's black it's um i i don't like this i don't like this let's i reserve judgment but i'm gonna be honest i don't like a great aside from the onyx which is elite i'm not a huge fan of of tfc away kits and and this is weird. I come around to them later. Like I hated that white one with the big solid blue uh, with the big solid red and that Justin Morrow's favorite strike. Mm-hmm. But I look at it now and I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? That kit rules. So clean, so nice. <laughs> kids, kids do that. Well, we they like age. that kit yeah, because it's a kit yeah. they won a championship in, right? Like that's you know we like. I'll, that. I will also say I, I still think the mm. nicest jersey TSC have ever had was like the the black and red one we've had in 2020 or 2021. Um, oh, the last the one. Black oh, one. Oh, the, the one. I love it. It, I gives have me, it. I love it. It gives me a migraine because the, the, the lines go off in weirdo directions and they, they don't end and they pick up. And I just, I don't even understand it. I'm a huge, the 2017 championship kit is especially my long sleeve Josmer is just ridiculous. Yeah, like, I got a long really, sleeve Ashley like, Morgan. I love that. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, like it's, it's the memories amazing. more than the look. You know, that, the that's Onyx it. is a the actual design cake. is like, mid. It looks good. It looks good on a hanger, but you put it on if you have like one percent body fat, you are crying and like wearing a sweater. But like you know <laughs> uh uh I reserve judgment. It's treble, I might though. come around, I might come around and, and like this. I might I might like this, but I can't see it happening anytime soon. You know, you yeah. know what it is? No. TFC go out, they win the treble. These will go down as the nicest kits in MLS history. <laughs> exactly. It's, <laughs> it's how the kits made you feel. Uh, yeah, no, like, yeah. like, look, the thing, the thing about this jersey that, and look, again, I will reserve judgment until we actually see the official thing. But it, from all reports, this is it. This is the kit. This isn't a joke. Oh, no, it's yeah. it. Um, it's, no, it's, it's, it. it's it. It's the kit. Um, yeah. yeah. Is it looks like a, a Windows XP screensaver? Like they should be floating um, as your. It looks like you a know. gender reveal party for like for like whatever gender gray is. You know what I mean? Like or like a, it's just it's like bad clip art. It's terrible. But I mean, all of it is fine. The FTC badge is an abomination. I cannot like who approved it. Like when it can say when you can spell it out as F this club. You've made a mistake. Well, That's you know what I would have liked? Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see that without the bad, like without the crest behind it. Just actually mm-hmm. have the letters. Kind of like somebody who mocked one. Yeah, somebody did that. Somebody, somebody, somebody did, did the work. That. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah, where yeah. Went, somebody, and it yeah. disappears. It disappears. It's 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 totally anonymous. It can't it can't possibly happen. But some yeah. people are raving about it. Yeah, yeah. I thought that black black better. shorts. No red shorts. Black socks. That thing's a winner. So uh, red so shorts, white see. socks. I think red shorts, mm, white blacks. socks. I I'm a, I love white. If you're going white, so you go black. all white. That's how you do it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Some so I'm, I'm just a couple of comments just on uh, the post we made earlier today, just to, to everybody to give them time to bend about this. Um, yeah, I didn't there's a, check there's a there's a tag on it that says Greater Tor- Global Toronto Area. Apparently, I don't know what that means. I'm assuming we're going to find out at the kit. Who whose eyes are good enough to see it zoomed in there? It's it. I'm going to guess that it says Greater Toronto Area because that's no, it's global. It's, it's pretty. It's it's pretty clear. It's global. Global Toronto Area. Yeah. Are you are what? Yeah, Why? we'll probably it'll probably be something we something they'll you know the infographic will tell us on the day they drop it. Um, you know, but what I mean, I'm hating means. this club, this kit more and more if we're just inventing new words. The global Toronto area, like what the actual, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, a couple of comments here. Nick's just saying, Nick Russo just saying, uh, remove the shield in the background. It's a palatable kit. Um, uh, this club is heading in frightening directions on multiple fronts. Um, we've got, uh, yeah, what he's just saying? Red and white are both really nice shades, but shields look stupid. What are we, the grays? Um, what yeah. are we, the grays? Technically we are. That's an official, that's our technically official yeah. weight color. Yeah. supposed to be gray, but anyway, um, I digress. Um, <laughs> you know, the jersey matches the team makeup halfway there, but lots of work still to be considered ooh, acceptable ooh, from Graham. Yeah. Um, Jim Borwick just says it looks like the shields look like wine glasses. Like if you can like do a little wine glass and then a little stem. It's like a at the Warshank. Bottom. Like what are we? We're all reviewing what do you stuff. See? About what does this like, represent yeah. to you? Yeah, yeah, I see a I see a sailboat. Like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't see the wine glasses. Oh, I yeah, guess I kind of see them. You kind of yeah, see them. It depends on, the on where you shift the top yeah, of yeah, the wine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Michael says I don't mind the logo rebrand, though it sounds like I'm in the minority. I much prefer to the full red logo they did on the 2020 away kit. I know what you're talking about. Um, however, the overall, however overall, can we add this to the long list of awful white t- TFC gets? I'm gonna go back to the back of the day. We had a white. I can't remember if it was 2010. I think it was 2010 where we had the gray collar, white, those were red piping, fantastic. gray BMO logo. That was great. Again, those one of those. If you had an inch of body fat on you, you were a soft mm-hmm. case. Don't you have one of those? I, th- I think I remember. Seeing I one. sold it a while. Actually, oh yeah, that's I right. Really that's the conversation we had. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kids, kids. Basically, you all hate this kit. Basically, you you all do not like the first look of this thing, which is reasonable. Mm. Um, yeah. but. I will reserve some judgment till I see the official thing come out. Um, Put, yeah, no, nah, somebody had to go there. <laughs> wooden spoon, wooden spoon. Yeah, it's Bart no, Simpson's fair. head on a stick. Bart Simpson with a bit of a haircut, his head on a stick. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, hey, man, put yellow letter set on the back, like the like the uh, carnival kit. Amazing. Oh, I'm new. <laughs> No. I'm kidding. Do you want to read? Yeah. Okay, good. Because like, do you want to read yeah. the players' names and numbers? Because that would be my bad. eyes are terrible. I can't read anyway. Everybody else will be just like me. That's why I'm calling for it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, though, let's let's reserve Jen, as Jeff said until we see the actual drop. Until we actually see the full mm-hmm. kit. Um, let, let's see what this thing actually looks like. You know, when pieced full fully together, maybe we 
yeah. some of our minds will change. But for now, like based on this, and it sucks because we're basing basing it off like a random picture off of mm -hmm. Reddit. Um, very much a C for me. Yeah, I, I, I don't yeah, actually. Go, I'm going to write that down. You're a C. What are What are you? Because I'll bring it up when I've got Marcus on here. What you, uh, what you yeah, I probably go C minus. C minus. I'm going to give it a a B minus. Again, if they if they had got rid of the shields, I think it would be it would be completely fun, and I would totally rock it. Um, but mm -hmm. it, it mm -hmm. is what it is. Um, yep. All right, gents. We are done. That's it. Wow, um, we're not we're we're not even gonna. Oh, you want to talk about media pro? Okay, and, like, okay let's, no, let's no, 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 Mike, Mike, that is so hipster. Let's absolutely not. Let's not. Let's no, no, no. Let's touch on it quick. Let's start. Let's touch on it quickly. Let's touch on it quickly. That's yeah. my fault. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I know it's not TFC uh, specific, uh, guys, but it is specific in the Canadian soccer landscape. It is kind of important. Um, a lot of you will have heard. Uh, the, con the controversy, the battle between CSB and MediaPro. Uh, long story short, uh, CSB has clawed back the rights to the Canadian women's and men's national teams, plus the Canadian Premier League from MediaPro. Uh, barbs are going back and forth between the two organizations, both basically saying that neither actually fulfilled any of their obligations or the majority of their obligations in the contract. What it means to fans is... Right now, the national team and the game Premier League are in limbo in terms of where you watch them. The national team is probably going to be fine. Um, you know, they're going to get CPL probably picked up. So the CPL is the question. Um, and look, yeah. I know a lot of you have opinions on CPL. You may not like it. That's completely fine. Um, but a lot of people do like it. I live in a city where there is a CPL team and it's very much well liked. Uh, people want to watch it on TV. The question is where. So I want to get your guys' opinion on this really quickly. Mike, obviously, you've been in the media landscape um, in soccer in this country. Okay, um, going to him first. Yeah, I wanted, yeah, I wanted to get you uh, get your word in it. And Jeff, yeah, obviously, from a media perspective and, and working in the industry, uh, I want to get your perspective as well. Yeah. Uh, first off, my first initial reaction is thinking about the people at One Soccer and how this affects them. Um, you know, at the end of the day, these are very important reminders about kind of who the decision making makers are and as much as you know they might sound like they have altruistic goals at the end of the day it is very much a business and yep. business trump business decisions trump all of that um i've seen that firsthand uh so for the people who made one soccer such an incredible product something that this space yep. desperately needed and have continued to push forward here um I, I wish them the very best and I hope one soccer can recover from this because there's very much a space and a need and a desire uh, for one soccer to exist. So I hope there is a way to keep pushing forward and keep going uh, with one soccer. The other thing uh, from a CSB perspective, I know a lot of people are saying, you know, Canadian Premier League, will they find ways to broadcast their games as you guys could kind of just touched on for me, I, it almost feels like opportunistic timing for CSB. We all know what's coming when it comes to, you know, Copa America and, you know, the, the World Cup. Uh, although PSN has a lot of those rights, the games leading up to the World Cup um, seems like an opportune time for them to kind of see redistribute their, their product here when it comes to Canada soccer. When they signed that agreement back in 2018, 
TSN, Sportsnet, nobody wanted to take on that product, right? The only people that wanted to was One Soccer and Media Pro, people who stepped up and actually felt the need to take on the, the responsibility of building out a soccer community here in Canada. So for CSB's perspective, they've signed that long-term deal. Is this a way out of that contract potentially um, for them now to go out and maybe make a bigger push onto some more mainstream networks when it comes to, at least from the national team perspective. Uh, so there is that side of things. What's going to happen with CPL? I don't have an answer or perfect solution to that. I, I do believe that they would have had some sort of what they're um, saying. backup plan. I guess let's call it. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm. I mean, obviously, there's a lot that goes into it, a ton, but seventy. I, I think three days before the season kicks off, right? It's mm-hmm. not a lot of time. Nope. No. No. Nope. But uh, again, I don't think they're making that decision without a backup plan. So just uh, open. I don't know, man. It's 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 complicated. It sucks. It's so complicated. Hope, yeah. Jeff, I hope, I hope there's a solution. I'm going to I'm going to do the Coles notes because quite honestly just go on my Twitter and I I think I explained it in in lurid detail and I've been fighting this fight uh since the announcement because it's not it's not about TSN picking it up guys can't pick up something that doesn't exist the production costs are insanely prohibitive um the the Canadian national team will be fine you know Media Pro has contracts that exist outside for the tournaments that the national teams are playing in, you know, they'll get produced. Somebody's got to come in and produce the CPL games. That is a humongously tough ask. Um, There's a lot of blame to go around. You can, nobody, nobody is coming out of this smelling like roses. Um, Whether that is an outlier, I think is, is ridiculous. I mean, of course, hubris and ego and rose colored glasses influence every deal. You're looking at an example of something that failed because a lot of hubris went around. That's it. That's the Coles notes. It sucks. Um, anybody that's celebrating this because, you know, now they get to watch it for free on some fantasy land channel in some binary universe that never existed um, is I don't, it's, it's, it's folly. This is bad. This is really, really bad. Um, you don't know what you got until it's gone. And one soccer was, uh, something that we'll look back on and go, we didn't appreciate it enough. I no, you know I'm, I'm telling you, I'm no, telling you. Uh, 100%. And so the people, the people that are dancing on its grave because they didn't want to pay $10 a month for something they pretend to love. Miss me with that garbage. Honestly, this is horrid. This is horrible. And uh, there's no sugarcoating it. Yeah. And look, I, I think some for some fans who are a little bit younger, maybe, I think you don't remember the days of trying to find national team games on dodgy streams. On radio channels. On radio channels. Like, like, like Gavin, Gavin having to go out who used to work for Canada soccer with a camcorder or or, or with a a phone, with his phone camera and trying to Mm. capture the games. Um, you know, you're, you're trying to find other countries that would be showing the games on their local networks to to watch games in that was not that long ago right um and i don't think we realize how good we had it in terms of the production quality look i I, a lot of people got a lot of things to say about the game premier league about csb i'm not really going to get into that particularly 
all no. to say that we need a functioning and strong national league. Does it have to be MLS right now or that level? No. Um, you know, a project eight's coming. It looks like they're in good shape. They're going to be going with dome productions. I, I know some people at dome, I work for the Jays. They work out of the Rogers center. Mm-hmm. Um, so from that perspective, you know, I think that's good. What that looks like for the Canadian premier league. I don't know. I'm intrigued to see what that plan is going to be. Um, I hope how they're one. going to get, yeah. Well, how are you going to get this produced mm-hmm. or who's going to do it? Um, that will be very interesting. The one thing in the C- the CSB and, and therefore the Canadian Premier League have advantages of is they do have very good relationships with TSN, right? Obviously, through the as C- long as you CFL owners. Produce content away for free. You got yeah, great I relationships. Mean, look, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. Like, I, you know, you a lot of people are pointing to, and no, Hollywood, I'm not saying Dome's picking up the CPL for sure. I'm just saying that's it yeah. be a possibility. This is, this is the funny part, if I could just interject. Everybody's asking essentially for what we just lost. You know, in, in, in non-uncertain terms, they're like, well, what we need is essentially what Media Pro did, right? Like, that's what we need. I mean, well, it's, just, it, it's mind-boggling. I, I get that. You but know, also, like, Media Pro, know. Media Pro, let, let's let's look at this. And again, I don't want to go deep, deep, deep into this. Yeah, but yeah, Media yeah, Pro yeah. has been bankrupt for four years or I close. can spit and show you most production companies are are hovering right around true, the line of bankruptcy. True, true. I but... mean, this, my, my industry is all about robbing from Peter to pay for Paul. And if you miscalculate, you're effed. Like, well, it, they it, miscalculated, it, it, right? Because they're well, effed. Because and there's they were a lot supposed of to lose and, and this, fall, this was and a all spills a sale. But did, and, Jeff, and, this was a problem yeah. even when oh, yeah, yeah, CSB yeah, announced before. the Media Pro deal back in 2018, course, right? Like, because at the end, there were already issues. Well, there was already issues with them and potentially not paying Liga at that time, right? Mm-hmm. So the fact that the shoe's dropping now is interesting. Um, but but to digress from that, what fans really need to know is where are these games going to be and how am I going to be able to watch this league? If you aren't, and here's me on my soapbox, so I apologize for two minutes if you can just uh, bear with me. If you're in a local mm-hmm. market with a Canadian Premier League team, go support that team. Whether yeah. you buy season tickets, whether you go to a couple games a year, support that team in person if, if you, you can. Ever going to? Now's the time, right? Yeah. The second is, you know, when they come up with a solution, whatever that solution looks like. If it's like yeah. PWHL, where games are on YouTube sometimes, and they simulcast a game a week on Sportsnet or TSN, watch, like watch. Yeah. I'm not look. I'm not Don't saying you gotta be. Well, I'm not saying you gotta be everybody's the, the greatest fan of the CPL. You gotta like say this is my team, right? But like watch right like because there's a lot of talent in that league like the the product on the field is way better than people are giving it credit for it really is for what this league should be as a five-year-old it's gonna have to be mike to survive to survive an underlit camcorder you know daddy filming your his his daughter's i don't think it's gonna be that values (laughs) but i know the runway it takes to get something like this set up and unless they've been planning it a lot longer than these announcements which i reserve i reserve the right to to have happen i i don't see it i don't see it you know this is where i live man you know i'm not trying to be cynical on purpose this is where i live this stuff doesn't happen in a day no and it doesn't happen it doesn't happen in two weeks it's 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 a very long runway to have it done right you know? Yeah. So, I mean, again, keep your fingers crossed. We'll, we'll obviously, you'll be hearing, we'll be hearing about what's going to be happening with this. And 
and hopefully we can uh, we can give you some news on what's going on uh, in terms of the game Premier League. I mean, you know, one soccer I think is still going right now. Uh, they technically would be showing the Champions Cup first round games, which two CPL teams and the Whitecaps are in. Uh, mm -hmm. So we're still not really sure on how we're going to get that, but we'll probably see it maybe even live on CONCACAF's channel um, YouTube, on YouTube. Yeah. But uh, we'll we'll see. Obviously, we'll keep you up to date to that. Um, mm -hmm. Other than that, I think we're done for today's show. Uh, thank you for yeah. tuning into another Toronto Till I Die. A um, couple of favors to ask. Uh, one, rate, review the show if you haven't already. Um, if you're on YouTube, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. Um, if you're on uh, Spotify, uh, give us a five star. If you're on Apple Pod, obviously give us a review. Uh, that helps a lot of people to find the show and continue to grow this community that we're sort of building with Toronto Till I Die. Uh, second, give us a follow on the old Bird app if you haven't uh, yet, at Toronto Till I Die. Uh, Jeff has a very ambitious goal again to a thousand followers. Uh, so that would be kind of nice. Did we get there? I haven't, I haven't, we're like 10 away, aren't we're we? We're like five away. We're like five away. Okay. Yeah, away. yeah. 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 We can, we can do it I mean, tonight. It ain't a lot. I get it. 1K is not a lot on Twitter, but eh, you know, it's a nice little box to take. You know, let, 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 let's take the box. Let's, yeah, let's, let's take, take the box. We'll box. ring a bell or something I'll next week. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, boys. For Michael Sink, for Jeffrey P. Nesker, I'm Mike Newell. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Cheers, everybody. And wait, and wait, and baby, I'm TFC till I die.